Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to 31 Days of Terror 2023, day number six. And I have three spooky stories for you today. And the first story was sent in by Kate. She discovered it while she was perusing Reddit and sent it my way. The link to the original story will be in the description of this episode. So let's go. I used to work as an ambulance dispatcher and regularly dealt with some grim jobs. Rarely spoke to patients except to get their location or gain access when crews couldn't locate or access. One night we had an elderly woman who was uninjured on the floor and it took us a couple of hours to get a crew to her. She was phoned on two or three occasions by a clinician to ensure she wasn't worsening. She had her phone with her on the floor and answered it each time and was reported as in good spirits. The notes said she kept apologising and she felt silly and didn't want to make a fuss, bless her. Our crew got to her front door and predictably couldn't get in but there was a key safe. I called the patient and she answered. She was alert and sounded tired but very much with it. I asked her for the code, hung up and radioed the code to the crew. They were in and beside her within a minute and they immediately radioed back to say the patient was dead and stone cold as though she had been dead for some time. It freaked me out and I rationalised at the time that an old lady on the floor would likely be quite cold anyway and she may have just died in the minute between speaking to her and the crew getting in. However, I relayed this to the crew in the belief that if she had only just died that recently, CPR should be started and could be effective. They, being the licensed healthcare professionals on the scene, decided against this but did hook up the ECG and found no trace on her at all. I even went through my due diligence to confirm we were at the right address, correct job details, patient names and everything matched. I called the phone number I spoke to the patient on and the crew confirmed it was on the dead lady. It always sat oddly with me, because even if I didn't speak to an old lady from beyond the pale, I at least heard her last words and we might have saved her life being there earlier despite clinicians assessing her over the phone and her sounding bright and with it. This is such an interesting story and for a number of reasons. Firstly, I think people who work as dispatchers, as well as obviously people who work as first responders, who paramedics, police officers, whatever, who get to a scene and things haven't gone the way that you would like it to go. But also for dispatchers who are speaking to people and in this instance speaking to a woman and then being told no she's already dead like that level of guilt must be astounding that level of if we had done something quicker if this had happened if that had happened it must be astounding but in reality you make judgments based on the information that is given to you 
and that's part and parcel of being a healthcare dispatcher or a first responder. And there also is a reality that when when a person has been dead for some time, their body demonstrates that they've been dead for some time. And from experience, first responders will hook up a body to machines that will tell you whether or not defib or CPR is necessary or will make any difference. And maybe this woman, this older woman in from from beyond the beyond, wanted her body to be taken out of the house in a dignified way and wanted the crew to be able to get in in a dignified way. And that was why she answered the phone from beyond the beyond to give the call to the door. I don't know. So many times we've had stories of phone calls from the beyond or people hearing people's voices from the beyond where the realisation is is that they've been dead for some time. And I think there might just be something in it. And story number two comes from John. In my early teens, I moved with my family to another part of town, near where my paternal grandmother lived in South Wales. She and my father had been estranged for years following the death of my older cousin in a fire. There were only a few months between my cousin and I. Later, I found out my grandmother couldn't be around me as a child due to the grief of losing my cousin and her grandson. An older cousin and I became friends and would rent VHS tapes and watch them at the weekend at my grandma's house while she was out caring for my great-grandmother. I had always felt uncomfortable in my grandmother's house and hated going upstairs on my own. However, I needed to use the bathroom. As I put my foot on the bottom step, I felt fear. I took another step and felt all the hairs on my body stand on end. I looked up and saw a small, but concentrated mist began to form. It looked like the way paint swirls in the water when you rinse a paintbrush. After staring for a second or two and being completely paralysed from fear, the mist grew and rushed towards me. The mist stopped about a foot from my face and from the mist a face materialised. It was an old man. His mouth screamed I could feel the heat from his breath and smell the rancid, rotten teeth. I was suddenly able to move. I ran from the house, found my way back home and hid in my room. My parents were extremely concerned. I explained what had happened and they didn't believe me. My cousin confided in our great-grandmother who struggled to walk and was essentially housebound. She explained what happened and she told my cousin, I know, he's been in my dreams. She insisted on visiting the house and confronting the spirit. I stayed well clear. I was told later by my cousin that our great-grandma entered the house and the temperature dropped. A foul smell grew and creaks and knocks could be heard upstairs and there was nobody upstairs. My father got a chair for my great-grandma to sit at the bottom of the stairs. She sat there, calling out to the spirit, challenging him to dare to show his face again. Sometime later, she was observed looking up the stairs, pointing towards the landing and said, I can see you, you bastard. You coward, I see you. She stood and began to swear at the entity only she could see at the top of the stairs. My cousin and my father never told me how she managed to get rid of it, but even now when I think back to that day, my first contact with that spirit, I get goosebumps and my hair stand on end. To this day I can still sense when things are close. I dream about places I've never visited and can describe them in great detail. 
I can picture details when overhearing conversations. When I explain these details to people, they ask how I can know this. I explain that I saw you in my mind. I was you. I never hear anything, I just see it. My cousin explained that our great-grandmother was a witch and would read palms during the war. My cousin believes some of my great-grandmother's talent may have come to me. My cousin strongly believes the spirit was drawn to me during my teens as they could sense that I could feel them close by. Luckily, my great-grandmother was able to send this one away. Now, if I sense anything sinister, I get my fat ass out of there before I see too much. Oh my God, John, this is terrifying. And it just goes to show that that intuition is such a powerful thing that although the majority of us may not actually see anything, you get that intuition, that fear, that hair standing on end, that feeling in the pit of your stomach like, oh, something's here that I don't like. And you believe that because otherwise you're going to get an old man missed right up in your face. And it sounds like your cousin is right. It sounds like you inherited some of those spooky abilities from your absolutely badass great-grandmother. As if she was like, let me go over there, sit at the bottom of the stairs and I'm going to call that dickhead out. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to absolutely lay into him and swear at him and shout at him. Oh, I just, what a woman. I love her. Remake the Ghostbusters, but with the Ghostbusters as your great-grandmother. And there's so much anecdotal evidence to suggest that these powers, these abilities, this sensitivity, whatever you like to call it, is passed down through the generations. So why not? It sounds like you got a dose of whatever spiritual power your great-grandmother has. And if I were you, I'd be thinking to myself, I can only hope to be half as badass as this woman. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And story number three comes from Chelsea. In 2022, I sadly lost my long-term partner to suicide. I woke up to discover him at the staircase while I was waking up my son and him for nursery and work. After this, I have had ghostly experiences, which I believe is him, and I do find it extremely comforting. I have decided to stay in our house where it happened, as it was our first family home. I've witnessed doors to our room creak open and closed. And just to clarify, I don't enjoy the cold. I never have windows or fans on in my home so there would be no wind or breeze in the house to open and close over my room door. I've had lights turning on and off randomly, and even the letterbox being chapped with no one outside. The staircase where I discovered him was the way towards the front door, 
and I get random bangs in the house and even had our son, who's four, say that he is talking to daddy. And I've had him tell my friends that daddy's over there pointing to a part of the couch that he always sat in. I've also been woken up in our bed by something which I presume is him on the bed lying next to me and my face being touched which feels cold yet tingly and smells of his favourite aftershave can be randomly smelled around the house usually before or after something happens. I know it's not the usual scary burn the house down ghost demon type story I just wanted to share an experience that is so comforting to me as I think it is my partner and I'm somewhat happy that he's still around us. Chelsea, I am so deeply sorry that you have had to go through this, you and your little one. I can't even begin to comprehend what it must feel like for you to have been the person to wake up and discover him and to have had to live with the loss every day since then. And I hope that in some tiny way you've been able to find moments of peace in your life since then whatever that might look like and from your story it really does sound like he is there watching over you and your little boy and we all say that kids are so much more perceptive to things like this than adults are they're so much more accepting and open to these kind of things so maybe maybe what your little boy is saying is true you know maybe he is seeing his dad around the house and his dad is looking after him and it does sound like he is trying to be there for you in ways that aren't too terrifying you know nice things like smelling his aftershave and getting the feeling of somebody touching your face it sounds like he is really there trying to keep an eye on you guys and comfort you guys thank you so much for listening to today's episode thank you to kate john and chelsea for sending in your stories Remember, if you would like to send in your story, you can do so by emailing it to reallifeghoststoriespodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out the website reallifeghoststoriespodcast.com. And if you are desperate for some extra content, you can subscribe to the Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash reallifeghoststories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content, as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad-free. And on that note, I shall see you tomorrow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.